Hey, Geppetto, is this damn thing on? Uh, yeah, you're good. Beautiful. So, apparently my message from last year didn't really click with anybody because it's been another year and there's still no new game. So, here's the deal. We need to spread the word about a new Nightmare game. I thought I was clear with my message last year and I was playing nice, but apparently you don't get it. So, bottom line is, until I get what I want, I am going to be returning each and every year. So, keep that in mind when you go to sleep at night. I'll be there waiting. Welcome everyone to Super Nintendo Podcast, your source for all things Nintendo. I am Eric, aka Sulior, and I apologize for the delay on this episode. It's been over a month since I have put an episode of this out. Uh, long story short, I have been busy with school. So I've mentioned on the show before that I am back in school. Uh, taking some college classes, and I just finished a final project. So, yeah, uh, now that that's out of the way, I can get back to stuff like this. So, yeah, this episode is going to be on Nintendo Labo. It's something I have mentioned on the show a few times before. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Um, Uh, Anyway, uh, before we get to that, though, we do have some news. Uh, Some of this is a little outdated, um, but yeah, let's let's get into it here. So there is an NVIDIA employee that uh, who made comment that confirms uh, chips rumored to be used in a Switch Pro. So this episode actually came out over a month ago, or this uh, article, rather, came out over a month ago, but I guess there's been some more concrete evidence for Switch Pro. Um, Still not sure what to think about it. I know that there was a shortage of Nintendo Switch chips for a while. Um, Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what comes of that still haven't heard anything else concrete. Uh, I guess recently the GameCube turned 21. So yeah, uh, happy birthday GameCube. I miss my GameCube. And the article that I am uh, citing here said they called it Nintendo's saddest child. I don't think that's really true. I think that the GameCube is looked back on fondly. I know there are some people who really made fun of the GameCube. I was not one of them. I thought it was great, but I guess that's just me. Uh, Let's see. Detective Pikachu 2 is nearing release, according to a Pokemon job profile. Um, I... Enjoyed Detective Pikachu. I didn't finish it, but I did enjoy it when I had it. Um, I thought it was fun. I thought it was really 
a lot of fun. It got turned into a pretty good movie. So with all the hype that was around it, of course, they're probably going to want to capitalize on a sequel. Um, Nintendo is disabling more 3DS and Wii U features. Let's uh, get into this here. So this article is saying that with uh, as of October 25th, uh, so that's three days from when I'm recording this, image share services for these consoles are going to be discontinued. Um, which why why I, I i don't know why they would need to disable something like that so basically what it is is it's a way to upload screenshots to facebook and twitter directly from the systems it sounds like such a small thing why would they even bother i i don't know but uh yeah again what do i know Speaking of uploading things, um, I found this really fun article um, that talks about a creator who is who spends a lot of time in Super Mario Maker 2, and this fan spent two or I'm sorry seven years creating their what they would imagine Super Mario Brothers 5 to be. So this uh, guy goes by Metroid Mike 64 on Twitter and he gives you the code to where you can go and play his creation in the game. And yeah, he spent seven years making uh, this and it dates back to the original Super Mario Maker game. So this features 44 courses across eight worlds. And uh, 24 of them are Super Mario World themed, 14 are Super Mario Brothers themed, and two of them are uh, based on the original Super Mario Brothers. So this article does have the maker ID code. So I wish I still had this game um, so I can go check it out because it sounds like a lot of fun. There's also a video uh, that you can watch. And uh, yeah, hats off to you, Metroid Mike 64, because that's amazing. Hopefully, who knows, maybe you'll end up getting a job out of it. That would be pretty freaking awesome. Um, speaking of uh, fan projects, there's another... I've, I've talked about the Ocarina of Time in Unreal 5. Um, well, you can actually go and download that now. So let's uh, get into this a little bit. So this person, I can't imagine how much time they spent on this either. So uh, the guy goes by Kryzen X. Um, and yeah, it, I guess you can. there's a link to where you can download this from. There's a video you can watch. Uh, the video shows Hyrule Field, but I, I wish I could play this. Um, it sounds amazing. So um, another fan remake, somebody remade Pokemon Yellow in Link's Awakening style, the, you know, the cutesy uh, toy um, skin, I guess if you want to call it that. Um, there's also a YouTube video for this. Um, yeah, everything kind of looks like a toy, um, or 
almost this almost looks like Minecraft in a way. Um, I would so I wouldn't really call it Link's Awakening, but uh, yeah, there's a video that you can find on YouTube. Um, I think that, that I wish we had uh, more remakes like that. Maybe not so much the uh, Go style like what Let's Go did, um, but. Yeah, um, another thing I've mentioned on the show recently is the Skyrim Switch um, port for the Anniversary Edition. So, turns out that was legit, and that is now live on the um, eShop. I think... uh, there's a lot of people shitting on this. They're really pissed at the price because it's seventy dollars. But think of this as a deluxe edition. You're not only getting because the original version of Skyrim on the Switch had all the DLC. Well, this has all the DLC and all the Creation Club content. Well, most of the Creation Club content. I'm I'm not 100% sure if it's all of it, but. <clears throat> I mean, that's not much of an excuse because if you get it on the Microsoft Store or the uh, Xbox Shop, it's not quite as much. So, I'm a Game Pass subscriber, so that needs to be taken into account. So, if, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's $50 on... Uh, I'm on my computer right now, so if you get it for PC, it's $50 for the Anniversary Edition. I want to say it was $60 when this first launched. But if you already have Skyrim and you just want to upgrade it to the Anniversary Edition, it's an extra $20. Um, So there's that. But again, this is not only all of the... um, the vanilla DLCs, but it's also all of the Creation Club content. So again, think of it more as a deluxe edition. So that puts it into a little bit of a better context. And speaking of context, the trailer for the Mario movie is... (laughs) Oh my god, there's so much drama about this. It's so stupid. Um, I, I, I get being upset with Chris Pratt's voice because he just sounds like Chris Pratt. But again, you don't hire Chris Pratt to put on some stupid voice. You hire Chris Pratt to be Chris Pratt. But I saw another article that fans are pissed that apparently Mario doesn't have much of an ass. Um... They showed him from behind, and I can't remember if it was the poster or if it was actually part of the trailer, but apparently fans call Mario's chunky, round-ass iconic. When I think of Mario and what makes up Mario, I don't think of his ass. I think of the overalls, I think of his hat i think of his mustache kind of like freddy krueger there's the striped sweater there's the glove and the fedora i don't think of mario's ass when i'm picturing mario 
but that's just me. Uh, but yeah, there's an article about how fans are really upset about it. Grow the fuck up. <laughs> there's so many other, you know, more important things to get pissed off about than whether or not Mario's ass meets your expectations. Anyway, um, yeah, other than that, I thought the movie looked really cool. I thought Jack Black did a great job with Bowser. Um, I'm interested in seeing what Seth Rogen sounds like as Donkey Kong. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see the movie. Regardless of what Mario's ass looks like or how Chris Pratt sounds, yeah, I'm, I'm still definitely going to see the movie. Um, another article that I found recently shows some black box artwork for, like, I guess these were early versions of the box art for some pretty iconic games such as the original Legend of Zelda and Punch-Out. Um, really cool. I guess there, somebody had a scrapbook of them. Um, another one is Pro Wrestling. It's got the same, like, screenshot or whatever on it um there's also uh what, what game is this I can inst uh, let me click on the article here um actually this is a link to a tweet that somebody posted so this other it looks uh uh slalom i'm not familiar with that game um but yeah it's got volleyball it's got legend of zelda punch out and pro wrestling it's uh, pretty cool uh, i've got a link in the show notes of course I'm going to go check it out. Um, and uh, let's see. Here's another article here that uh, two new games are showing up on the uh, Nintendo Switch Online service. This is, of course, uh, the N64 library. And that is the Mario Party 1 and 2 games. So these come out on November 3rd. They just recently released uh, Pilot Wings 64, so you can go play that right now. I have, myself have been playing Pokemon Snap, the original Pokemon Snap. I never, I've played it here and there because uh, I like if somebody had it, I'd do the beach course. I can't remember if I did the cave or not, uh, track two, but that was about it. Um, like I said, I never had the game myself, so it's it's pretty fun. Uh, it took me a minute to get used to the controls. I think I mentioned that on the last episode because the Y-axis is inverted and I'm not used to that. But yeah, that, it's pretty fun. Um, I'm definitely going to be playing more of that. I've probably got up to level 4 or 5, or track 4 or 5 on there. Um, once you figure out how to get the electrodes to explode so they create a second path in the cave yeah you can quickly go through the next couple of stages so um i need to figure out how to get that snorlax to wake up so i can get a picture of him because i mean it's clearly a snorlax but according to professor oak he has no idea what the hell pokemon that is but yeah that's really about it as far as what i've been playing and that's about it as far as the news articles that i've seen so let's check out sales and deals so as of right now again this is uh, october 22nd there's pretty big sales going on right now there's a try before you buy sale that ends uh, on the 25th at 11:59. um 
and these include games like Immortals Phoenix Rising, Metroid Dread, Yoshi's Crafted World, and Ori and the Blind Forest. Um, we've also got Spirit Pharaoh, which is a game I'd recommend, uh, Dragon Quest XI, Triangle Strategy, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, WarioWare, Get Together, Get It Together, Mega Man 11, Movie Now, it's some pretty big titles here. Uh, Kirby, Fighters 2, uh, Miitopia, Fitness Boxing 2, yeah, there's a lot of pretty big titles going on this. Um, so definitely check it out if you're interested. Uh, there's a Ubisoft spooky, uh, spooky, spooky style, uh, or I'm sorry, spooky sale. Uh, I'll get it together, I promise. Goes on until the same time, uh, the 25th at 11:59, um, with the new Mario and Rabbids game coming out soon. Of course, they're going to be having a sale. So it's a lot of Assassin's Creed. Uh, there's another Rabbids game, Rabbids Party Legends, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, the Gold Edition, that's part of this. Um, Star Ocean is also having a sale until the 26th at 11.59. Um, so there's also a United uh, Label Fall Sale that goes on until the 30th at 11.59. Of course, this is all Pacific time. Um, don't really recognize any of those titles, so I'll move on. Um, there's an Akipara sale going on until the 25th at 11.59. Um, don't really recognize anything from that. Uh, Capcom is having a Halloween sale right now. There's uh, games like the Capcom Fighting Collection. Uh, there's the Beat'em Up Bundle, Devil May Cry games, Resident Evil. So these all are on sale until November 1st. And, uh, of course, Monster Hunter games are on uh, part of that. Uh, Jackbox games are having a sale until the 1st also. And that is about it as far as sales and deals. So let's, uh, let's get into what we are here for today, and that is Nintendo Labo. So let's talk some Nintendo Labo. So this is I'm getting my information from the Fandom Wiki site. So Nintendo Labo is the name of an application that is aimed toward kids for the Nintendo Switch that released on April 20th of 2018. So <clears throat> I mentioned this in previous episodes, but uh, basically, what these were were construction kits made of cardboard that slot in the console and the Nintendo Switch itself to become interactive toys. So, <clears throat> I know I've shit on this in the past because uh, you're paying a lot of money for cardboard, but <clears throat> I get the idea behind it. Um, you're basically encouraging kids to use their imagination and I've seen cartoons and stuff like that where like you buy these big expensive you know kits and things like that for kids and they just they just end up playing with the box um, 
that's like uh, kind of like with my cat where we would buy him toys and he just wanted to play with hair ties um same issue i guess well, not issue uh concept so yeah um I, I i i get the idea behind it i just don't know if it was the best i, I don't know like i said it, you're paying a lot of money for cardboard so maybe it was just a little overpriced but yeah it, it first released on october i'm sorry august 20th in north america and japan and uh the 27th of april in europe and the 20th i guess in uh australia also so europe was like a little like a week behind on that but yeah, there are these little cardboard kits that you can slot your Joy-Cons into, and yeah, there, um, there were a bunch of there were two kits that were launched. There was the variety kit, which includes the piano, fishing rod, a house, a set of bike handlebars, and an RC car. And uh, I guess with the RC car, it uses vibrations from the Joy-Cons to move along flat surface by vibrating the tilted legs on the bottom. Um, so the users can have battles with each other trying to knock their car off the track. Uh, the fishing rod, it can be used to create a virtual fishing experience. Um, the house is, yeah, basically it just, you know, you got your tablet there and it shows a creature living inside the house that reacts to items that the user places in the house. Uh, the motorcycle, kind of self-explanatory. Yeah, it's got a steering wheel that you can use to steer around the track using motion controls with Joy-Cons. And the piano, yeah, I've talked about the piano before. Uh, it's a closed box with marker stickers move under the keys and it can be seen by IR motion, an IR motion camera, allowing the key to be seen. And there's also a robot kit, but then there was also, there is a, a vehicle kit. Um, it's got a steering wheel, um, there's a plane, there is a submarine, there's a key, um, yeah, I guess there's an adventure mode, use the key, um, there's pedal houses, and then, um, there's another one that, uh, there's another kit that I mentioned in another episode. Uh, this is the virtual reality kit. So there's a pair of goggles that you insert into the switch system and it allows you to hold the switch up to your eyes so you can have a VR experience. So there's a camera that uses a turntable lens on the right Joy-Con. Um, the left Joy-Con is a button that you can use as the camera shutter. There is an elephant. Um, it's basically a mask that you wear. There's a bird, uh, kind of the same deal. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, there are pictures of these that you can find out there. Um, there's, <sighs> I don't know. Um, I, I, I get, like I said, I, I get what they're going for. I just think maybe these were a little overpriced because again you're spending a lot of money on cardboard um, so 
there's a couple of videos on this article that you can watch on the uh, their ads for these. Um, basically, yeah, there's a, there's a concept video that you can find on YouTube, uh, the official Nintendo YouTube. I, I, I again. I keep saying this, I get what they're going for. They're wanting kids to use their imaginations with these. Um, I just, I don't think that this is quite the right way to do it. Same with the, like the VR. Because uh, <laughs> by this point, PlayStation VR and Valve um, had their own VR. It, I don't think it's quite fair to call it VR. But that's just me. Um, so I've got another article here from Game Rant that's talking about Nintendo Wapo also. And it mentions that the initial name for these kits were called Toy Cons. Um, and that's, that's kind of interesting. I guess they're just experimenting uh, with cardboard and realized that it was really fun to experiment with it and realized that they could implement these with Joy-Cons and things like that. And I mean, the, I'm not going to lie, the car kit seems kind of cool. Um, there's a picture here of a kid uh, with the steering wheel kit and it come, it's also got a uh, gas pedal. And it does seem kind of cool, um, but I not I don't know if I would spend the kind of money they're asking for on these. So, and it's also nice that there's no glue or anything else required. Um, so I, th I mean I, I I think it's a good concept, but I just I got a feeling that maybe the pricing um, played an issue and the uh, fact that you don't really see these kits on shelves anymore. I guess with the steering wheel kit or in the, the the motorcycle you can be used or they you can use that with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe um, so there's a little bit of uh, cross promotion I guess with that. Um, other than that, I don't really know of any AAA games that you can really use these for. But this article says that the robot or the variety kit was $69.99 and the robot kit was $59.99. Um, so yeah, that <laughs> that is a little pricier. And just keep in mind that most of what you're paying this money for is cardboard like i'm sure there's a cartridge that comes along with it but most of what you're spending this money on is just cardboard it would be nice if there was still ongoing support with this to where there's still uh implementation of the VR kit with current games like can you imagine playing something like Breath of the Wild in VR 
Um, I know with uh, the aforementioned PlayStation VR and Valve, there's quite a few titles that they do have VR support for, like Skyrim, Doom, I know there's others. And if you have Ultra Street Fighter 2, there is a mode where you're kind of playing in VR, where you're fighting off waves of enemies as Ryu. Um, like you're doing the motions for the moves for like the Hadoken, the Shoryuken, and the Whirlwind Kick. Um, where you're like spinning your body to do the Whirlwind Kick, you're using one Joy-Con, you're punching upward to do the Shoryuken. Um, I, it, like if they would have been able to implement the VR kit into things like this, like if there was like a head strap for the goggles, um, so you're not just sitting there holding them up to your face. And I, I just, I think that the VR kit in particular is kind of a missed opportunity. Because there's, there's a lot you could have done with that if there was a way to improve on it and implement more titles into this. I, I, I think they could have really done a lot. But as I said, there's really no current support for this platform. Um, I guess it did have relatively decent sales, um, especially since, like I mentioned, that there weren't really any AAA games that implemented support for this, aside from Mario Kart. Um, you can still pick up um, the kits on things like Amazon and probably Nintendo's online store, but I don't even remember the last time I saw them in a place like Walmart or GameStop or places like that. And um, I mean, I guess it's just another example of a missed opportunity with Nintendo, unfortunately. Um, like I said, I think the biggest thing, I mean, yeah, with the variety kit, you were getting a lot of sets. But asking somebody to pay $70 for cardboard kits is a little... It's asking a little much, in my opinion. Maybe half that price, like 30 35 I could, I could see that, but $70 for that? No. But, I mean, I guess it... I mean, I, I've never even I, I remember seeing these kits in the stores I never played with one myself but I would be interested in kind of seeing what it was about maybe I've just kind of got a little bit of a uh, down like a, a negative uh, view on this because again I just I see that price tag and I'm like if I were talented enough, I could probably make something like this at home. But, I mean, yeah, I'm seeing, like I said, I saw the picture on this uh, Game Rant article that shows a kid playing with the steering wheel. And it, it 
does look cool and I could see it being a nice father-son project or you know I'm not gonna uh, gender uh, label these but you know a parent and a child um, having kind of a bonding experience putting one of these together kind of like what you see with Legos or Lincoln Logs or something like that I, 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 there, I think that that could be a fun little project that you know like go-karts like you know you parents put together go-karts with their kids um at least they used to i don't know if they really do that anymore i don't know if i'm dating myself by saying something like that but it just it, you know it just it kind of reminds me of the virtual virtual boy i think that it had some potential but ultimately it just didn't really pan out and it's a shame um, yeah, I don't really know what else I could say about that, so I guess, uh, we'll wrap this episode up. But again, I'm sorry for the delay on this, but I've just had a lot going on, uh, personally lately. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to also take the opportunity to mention that I am a part of the Follow-Up for Hope team this year. So I'm going to be streaming a little bit more. I might try and stream some um, here this weekend. And in the upcoming weeks, uh, up till the end of the year, I'm going to try and stream a little bit here and there when I'm able to. Um, as I mentioned before, I'm, in, I'm taking some college classes right now. But um, I'll do what I can. I, I will promise that I will do what I am able to do and uh, make an effort to help raise some money for St. Jude's. So, yeah, uh, be on the lookout for that, twitch.tv slash I've also been posting some pictures, or not pictures, I've been uploading some gameplay videos uh, every so often, you know, try and do, you know, a couple times a week at least on my TikTok page. I've uh, uploaded some Fallout videos recently, and then some Dragon Age 2. I need to figure out if there's a way that I can uh, capture videos and upload uh, some videos for Nintendo Switch. I'll have to see if there's a way to do that. Um, yeah, other ways you can get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at iangold08. You can also follow the show at Nintendo.p. I'd like to thank The Hive, as always, for sponsoring this podcast. And uh, if you could really do me a favor and uh, give the show a rating and review on Apple Podcasts as well as uh, Spotify. Almost started blanking there. Yeah, that would uh, really help uh, get some eyes and ears on the show. I know I don't mention that all the time. I usually forget, but it does really help. So anyway, I'm going to quit rambling. So as always, stay tuned for more Nintendo.